In today's episode, we're interviewing someone who is sure to bring you up a level or two or five or ten, not only with his energy, but with his belief. It, it always amazes me and inspires me when I get around someone with absolute certainty, belief in their vision, in their mission, in their worth, in what they're here to do. And today's special guest is sure to not only lay it on the table, but just be a shining example of what is possible when you fully believe in yourself. So in today's show, we got Andy Audate. I, I also considered him a very special human being and his accomplishments and his list is is long. We can talk about his 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 books, his entrepreneurial journey, the monies he's made, the speaking and the accolades he's gotten from stage and the companies he's built. But to me, more than anything, it's the obstacles he's overcome. It's where he came from and what he's overcome to get to where he is now. And I think that alone, if we just tune into that and have a look at where we're at, we'll realize that if Andy can do it, so can you. So with that said, let's tune in and enjoy. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com, and I'll see you there. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Corner Podcast. Dude, there's just, there's just there's three words that I saw on your website, and right away I'm just like, best friends. I hate average. And to me, average is just like, I just, I just dislike the entire word. What does average mean to you, Andy? Man, you know, first and foremost, Lucas, I mean, I'm excited to be on this deal with you on, the, on this podcast. And to me, average really means to to duplicate or replicate other people's mindsets, ideologies, and behavior. Um, and really, I'm talking about an, an environment that you were probably raised in or born in. So it's not, it's about getting out of the, the, the lower half of your life. Because what I, what I believe, uh, Lucas, is that as we get older, we evolve. And we choose the speed at which we evolve in. So, you know, we can get to 90 years old and evolve to a point that most people, when they hit 90, or I can hit what, what, what most people hit by 50, I can hit it by 25 yeah. uh, at an age. So it's about overcoming the sense of being like everyone else and doing as you please for your life. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so selective. Over, over the years, I've become so selective of whose advice I'll take because everyone's got advice. Like all day long, you're told advice through the YouTube comments, Instagram comments, friends, family. But somebody who creates the success you did by the age of 21 and continues to just be accelerating, just like you said, some people see results at 80. You're trying to get that when you're 24, 25, and you have done it. And I, I can't wait to see what the next five years brings. But I just won't take advice from someone who's not well on the way. And so I'm super excited to dive into. You mentioned one thing about beliefs and that topic I really want to be interested in. But before we get into that, I do want to hear a little bit about your story because you came from... 
less than ideal circumstances. Yeah. So yeah. what would that look like? Um, well, you know, at 10 years old, you know, what, what I really wanted was I, want, I wanted some certain sneakers, right? There was these sneakers, these Air Force ones, the black ones, the, the ones with the mid top that go shoosh, shoosh with the Velcro. And I really wanted those sneakers because I, I thought I was going to be the man. And, you know, after years of my parents saying, no, we can't buy that, we can't buy that, we can't afford this, it never made sense to me or never dawned on me until about that time when I was 10 years old and I realized like I really wanted these sneakers and my dad couldn't afford them. So it started, entrepreneurship started, and that's really the bulk of my life is being a business owner or finding a means to an end. And so I went out and I shoveled snow to make money for the sneakers and I ended up getting the money for the sneakers, but it more so showed me what was possible. So that's why I made a decision to say, hey, this is the life I want to live. I want to be a businessman. I want to own businesses and make money. I've, I've found this pattern repeating itself. That's why it's no surprise as, as to why you've elevated so high and you continue to elevate. It's like, I, I, I feel bad for those who are given a lot in their early days. They don't learn that hustle. They don't learn that drive. They don't learn that, that, that hunger. And so I just see it as such a gift, such a blessing. And I guess you could have really gone two ways. You probably could have gone one way that maybe would have led to not the greatest decisions, but you just found some part of yourself that was like, you know what, I can get these sneakers and maybe I can do this. So was the belief starting to be formed around that age of like, you know what, if I could get these sneakers, what else can I do? Man, I th- and I think yeah, that, that's exactly what happened. Because look, when someone says like, hey, let's do, um, you know, let's make $100. You know, many people are thinking like, the hundred dollars, what does it mean? And someone could say, that's a way to get, you know, the new sneakers, or that's what I'm going to use to eat. And what type of hunger or what level of hunger are you at? I think that's the real question to really be asking um, before we do the math on, you know, how many products or what services I need to render in order to make a hundred dollars. Right. So, so what you're, so I can clarify here, cause this is awesome. But so what you're saying is, cause we were talking before the show of like, here's how to make a million bucks. Here's all the products. You see them all the time. You can sell one product for a million, 10 for a hundred thousand, a hundred for 10,000. And I won't keep going cause I'll make a fool of my, my number, my math here. But what you're saying is before you do that and get into the logical, into the addition or the multiplication or the math, look, look inside, look at the reasons why see the bigger picture. Yeah, I think you got to find a, a reason why, man. You know, even when I hire staff in my company, really, man, one of the things that I'm I'm looking for, I'm looking to understand your why. I actually just made it, a, you know, uh, a, one of the guidelines to look for when you're hiring, which is, you know, determine the person's why. Like, why do they want what, what the job? Um, and it, when you, typically when you have something that you're greater than, like outside of yourself, you'll perform at higher than normal levels. So it's kind of like that, that idea of uh, a four-year-old boy trapped under the car. Somehow the mother has superhuman strength to lift a 2,000-pound car off of her son, you know, but so because the, the reason why it's so strong. But if it's a stranger, you might not have that superpower of strength. Or if it's someone that you don't care about, you might not have that superpower of strength because their why is different. Their why is now, I just want to help somebody or look like the hero versus, oh, man, I got to protect my son. So even in my company, like whenever you're going towards a level of success and you desire to make something different of yourself, you got to find the why or make one up and truly believe in it. Meaning that, hey, if I know I want to make a million bucks, let's just say I made a million bucks and that's important to me. Um, 
that's not enough of a why because it's not outside of myself. It's all about me. So I would have to then, therefore, uh, stir up in my brain, like thought processes of, of how is this going to help my family? How is this going to help you? How is this going to help other people? Now I'm fighting for that reason. So you got to find your why. That's what it means to find your why. It doesn't mean to like ask yourself, what's my why? And then kind of kind of gaze in the sun. It's to discover something that actually drives and pushes you and using it as leverage to be able to put yourself in like a superhuman strength, a superhuman mindset, uh, a superhuman uh, experience of life. Yeah. So it sounds like your, your first why was these nice black sneakers, the Jordans you wanted. And since then you've accelerated and you're hungry and you've got, I think a 40 or 50 person team you mentioned before it. I hope I don't have that number wrong, but it's something around there. Yeah, 50, 50 team members. And yeah. really, how we built a company, man, my why is strong. Yeah, that's what my I was going to ask is, what is that why? Brain. My why is, is I experience a feeling. See, what, what I understood as human beings is that we are emotional creatures, meaning that we really desire uh, a certain feeling. So, like, love is, is to most is a feeling. Now, there has to be commitment on the back end to maintain the love and keep it, but it's a feeling of acceptance, a feeling of giving. So love is like we're, we're trying to reach a feeling. So in business, it's the same thing. Like we're trying to reach a feeling. So my feeling was that, that being the cool kid at school, that's why I wanted the sneakers. But as I got older, I wanted a different feeling, which was essentially the feeling of freedom that I received at such a young age. I wanted other people to feel that because my first business at 19, someone believed in me and I opened up a cell phone store. And then within my first six months, I made a hundred grand as a 19 year old. It's kind of dawning to some people like, Hey man, a hundred, a hundred grand at 19. That's especially, I come from an impoverished area on the East coast in the smallest state in the country. And I was raised in the smallest city in that state, which is a square mile, a mile from one end to the other. So I come from this, and plus with the odds that were stacked against me, being a college dropout, black, overweight, young, all these odds that were stacked against me, to make 100 grand was a huge deal. Then I put a target of a million dollars on a, on a paper, and I put it in my wallet, had it there every day for the entire year. And my goal was a million dollars. So I, I made 100 grand, I shoot, I might as well think big, right, and, and go crazy. So I said something like a million dollars. Then a year later, um, I look at the bank statement, and for that fiscal year, I did a million dollars. And so I started realizing, like, okay, I have this level of freedom because I don't have to show up to work. I wake up at 10 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. I, I look at cameras for, to look at the stores to make sure that they're open. And on, on my mobile app, I can swipe between locations that I own at such a young age. And that was the life. So I was living this free lifestyle. And at such a young age, I really, and I had a sense of security for the first time. And I really found that other people suffered with that sense of security. Um, that were in their 50s and 40s and so on and so forth. And I learned that it was because there was a certain knowledge that they did not have. See, it's this specific knowledge that once you receive it, your life can change. Because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And what it takes is finding someone who has that knowledge and siphoning the data from them. 100. So, so this is, it's so amazing. So you're building your companies, you built $100,000, then you built a million dollars, and then you had this inner side drive, which is the hero's journey. At the end of like, you know what, I can give this Man. back. I can help other people. So it's like you're, you're, you're on the hero's journey and you're giving back. You're coming back and you're helping the others who maybe haven't figured it out. What do you have going on other than, and this is no small feat. You got No More Average, which is the book, How to Take Control of Your Mindset, Overcome Fear, Reach Peak Performance, and Achieve Your Goals. 
but I know you have some conference stuff coming up. I think you have it right behind you, the progression conference. So how are you giving back? Is it the YouTube channels, your programs, your book? You've got all of these, you've got, you've got a, I'm going to call it an empire. You've got a slew, you've got a, a series of things, but how can people start connecting if they feel a connection with you want to start elevating in some way? Oh man, that's a great question, Lucas, man. You know what? I really think that, well, first of all, what my organization does is, is we run the, we run a fast growing marketing agency and we teach people how to scale their business as well. So we, we do education for business owners and then we do their marketing for them as they're growing. So, but it all stems with the concept of that there is more available. Yep. And the way I was teaching that was through seminars. So I would go around the country uh, speaking, teaching entrepreneurs how to scale and grow their business. And I did that through an event called the Progression Conference. And also many times I would speak with larger speakers and speak on different stages. Um, but the, the event that I hosted was called the Progression Conference where I ran around the country teaching people how to progress their business on a daily basis through systems. Then COVID-19, you know, 2020 was supposed to be my biggest year, right? Yeah, yeah. We're setting up for the tour. We're doing a national tour, Lucas, man. I'm going around the entire country, baby. We're yeah. doing, we got stops in Atlanta. I mean, the energy to even produce a tour that's going to reach 800,000 people uh, through its marketing efforts. That's going to put 2,000 people in the seats throughout the country, all held by a guy with odds that were stacked against them but who ultimately created successful businesses and taught people how to do the same. You know, the story was strong, man, just hitting Forbes um, on early 2020. So all these things that are kind of um, rolling down for me. My team is getting bigger and it's kind of like all coming to like this, to be, to amass itself into something successful uh, for this guy with a story and we're going around the country. We were preparing, man. I'm talking about we're doing stops. We're doing middle school and high school stops and as well as college stops. Um, so when I go to a city like Atlanta, not only am I doing the event seminar in Atlanta, but I'm also going to give back to the kids and give back to the different schools um, while I'm there in the city. So it's just, you know, multi. Like we had a tour manager the whole nine yards, man. Yeah. Um, so every state that we were going to go to 13 cities. And every state, every city that we go to, we're going the day before we're going to a middle school and a high school back to back, giving back. So it's like 13 actual adult business events and then 26 stops for schools that we're just going to be pouring into people all year long. Lucas, the most amazing tour. Like your um, dream, like it's, it, you're, it's so innate inside you because I could just tell every time you speak, whatever it is you do, if you did sales marketing, if you did a cell phone store, if you opened up a, a hair salon. It's like your energy is so contagious that I guarantee you at the bottom layer, the, the core of everything you do is personal development and growth and seeing people's potential. When you speak, you probably just unlock people's potential. So I can see it in every little thing that you do. So it's probably just like, this is, this is everything you are ready to do. Right. 100% man. Um, and, and really, man, what it came down to was like, this fine understanding that anything is possible. So I, I went and I wanted to share that story with people. Then on the first stop of the tour, we're gonna, we're gonna do Atlanta in March. COVID-19 struck our events, no more events moving forward. Everything, the dream, the vision shut down, complete nada, zilch, zip, <laughs> yeah. stop, complete halt. You know, and um, devastating, man. 
devastating. But um, we, we had to pivot. Yeah, that was, that was in March. March. Um, you know, within, I think, uh, last week, I was supposed to be, like, in Texas, but couldn't go because, you know, it was the summer, the, the, the COVID-19. So we did a complete pivot, and, and that actually is what caught, catapulted us to, uh, to being at a high level. So, yeah, man, and, and COVID-19 comes in and puts us at a screech at a halt, Lucas. Like, yeah. like how, how, how did, did, did your business have a, you know, what were you guys in? We had to make some pivots. We were doing events, so we had an event planned out. Uh, it's our yearly workshop, and we had to do a virtual version of it, but we'll be doing the second we can, which hopefully will be soon. Cause I love the in-person interaction, you know, the, like the energy exchange you have when you are actually in front of someone versus uh, digitally there's, there's both are doable and both you can see success, but I just, there's this thing we crave. I think when we're, when we're healers or coaches or, or motivators that just being able to be in the room when someone has a shift. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, but most of our company, most of our business was virtual anyway. So we, we weren't hit that hard, but I, I, my heart broke. There's like this mom and pop shop down the street that I went for lunch every day. The, the nicest people, like so many businesses were shutting down because they, we were in a good place. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, man, you know, a lot of people were impacted. Yeah. And so, you know, the way that, the way that we responded was I created a mentorship program. Um, and in addition to that, I really pulled back the curtains on how I operate my brand and how to grow a brand in a short period of time. Cool. And I really pulled back the curtains and I gave people access to the number one information that I kept secret to me cool. um, on my system, on how strategies I grow the, I grow businesses. You know, I think that some people um, have an idea of how businesses ran, but many people have a system and the people who have a system, they ulti- ultimately always make it work. Meaning that, you know, you ever had the stories where people are millionaires and then they go to zero and then they go back to the millions and then, or billionaires, whatever it is, billionaires go down to zero and go, go back up. There's a system that in a formula that they have. So there's a formula that I utilize in my business to grow my brands. And for the first time ever, because of COVID, I responded by actually sharing the entire knowledge through uh, the brand marketing system. That's, that's perfect because I got your attention. We got you on ears. So I wanted to do a little bit of uh, a digging in within that, that, that beautiful mind and all those, all those secrets that you got behind. But we were chatting right before the interview and you mentioned one thing. And I, when I was doing my research on you, you just seemed like you had one thing figured out really well. And that was the connections you were able to create and the people in your network and the people you were building. Would that be one of your... I don't know if you want to, what, what you want to call it, but one of your, one of your systems, one of your tools is finding ways to connect with people at the top or finding ways to connect with people. Well, who... the connections don't necessarily bring money without a money-making system. Yeah. Yeah. So even, you know, really it depends how you're looking at connection. Like connections are, are great for relationship base where you're building a relationship with other people who are like-minded and, spending time with them or learning from them as to how they run their business and their personal life. Like you're just learning something. Um, and also giving, hopefully you're giving as well. Um, giving them value, giving them knowledge, give them experiences, whatever it is. But um, really the solution is a marketing system that unfolds, but relationships can definitely help propel you. That's number one. So number one, you do need an MMS, which is a money-making system to actually make money because it's so many people out here that have ideas or have vision, um, but they're not generating profit 
or they may be even well known. Like I used to live in Los yeah. Angeles and this mm-hmm. happens all, all the time where you got people who are super known with millions of followers and, and, and live in a hostel. So yeah. you got to have a money-making system. So number one, have the money-making system. And number two, relationships is something that can actually propel you. It's like nitrous uh, for your gas. So you still need gas in your car to get going, but nitrous will just give you that boost. You, you said one really great thing in here. I just wrote it down, but it was the, uh, the giving so you can find ways to give. Do you think a lot of people shy away from, I remember like when I first started connecting with bigger names, like uh, Robert Green, who, who is an author who just, I remember reading his books over and over when I was finally like, you know what, I'm going to get Robert Green's attention and I'm going to connect with him or Grant Cardone. And when I did a self-assessment of myself, I'm like, I, for a long time, didn't believe that I could give value. I, I saw them on a pedestal. I saw them as better than me. And once I started being like, wait, 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 how can I give value? Cause you said it there. You're like, how can I inject value in these connections, these relationships I'm building? Do you think a lot of people put these guys on a pedestal and are, and are terrified of reaching out to them? Cause they feel like they might not be able to give value, but you just have this bulletproof confidence that you're able to bring value and build real relationships with people. Yeah. I mean, like, like, you know, I, I, I didn't, you know, I did a lot of things to get attention. So like, for example, you mentioned some names of people who I've spent a lot of time with. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of things to get into these, these rooms and sometimes sneaking in, man. Um, many times I've, I've snuck in to, I've snuck into different events and, um, so on and so forth, really just to get access. Yeah. So I, 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 there's this, there's this one thing that's just bubbling beneath the surface is at the core of this. And this is what, what blows my mind the most is because most people, they don't start feeling it until they're 28 or 30 or I don't know. I mean, I can't say most people, but most people's experiences, how I've experienced it is they don't have this insane belief that they can make this happen. And if there's anything else that I got from this entire thing, or if we dig in deeper, it's just like at the age of 10, you wanted these Jordans. And ever since then, that's been your, your gift that you've carried along with you. It's just like you completely believe you just seem to set no limits, which I guess is why you have a book called I Hate No Average, More Average. More average. Right? Um, dude, man, I think my, my, my relationship with God is the most powerful thing uh, that, that pushes it because it's kind of like that confidence of like, yeah, but I can't really be touched. You know, I, I, I really can't be touched. Um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I can't be touched. And it's because I got that power of God right behind me. And I believe that I'm going in the direction that uh, he wants me to go into despite fear. And I think that when you have that tremendous amount of belief, uh, man, nothing can really get in the way, man. No relationship, uh, no famine. Like famine is like being broken, having no food. So like no famine um, can really get in the way, man. Like anything that can get in the way is that's, it's pretty much annihilated uh, on site because you have this belief like it has to be you. And you're here for a huge reason. Um, and that's what the why comes from that I was sharing with, with your audience, Lucas, earlier. Like, you have to have the why. So um, I understand that there's a group of people that's dependent on your success. And so it's not just the people who are depending on you. They're dependent on your success, meaning that, there's, that they're not going to experience what they were meant to experience if you don't fulfill the project. And now... You, you take it out of your body and, to, and you put on someone else saying, that now I'm responsible for that group. So I, I look at it like, for example, uh, I run and I have an educating, uh, education company. And in my training company, where I'm teaching business owners how to start, grow, and scale their business, 
I'm not looking at it like just for money in my pocket. I'm looking at it like, hey, this group of people, um, if I play small and just take care of my financial means, then their kids aren't going to be able to eat because the mom or the dad never had the knowledge that they were supposed to get from me through the experience that I went through. So it's like I had this certain experience that even someone like Grant Cardone can't help them, Tony Robbins. I did a seminar in Texas, in Dallas. We did a, a mini tour in Texas, Houston, Dallas, so around Texas. Then what ended up happening was when I was in Dallas, a, a woman in a wheelchair walked up to me and she said, I love the seminar. Thank you so much. And I was like, well, you know, tell me where else are you getting your personal development from? Do you listen to Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, like Grant Cardone? Who do you listen to? And she's like, I don't know any of the guys you just said. I said, you don't know Tony? You don't know Les? You don't know Grant? Like the people that I looked up to. And she said, I have no idea who those people are. The only person I know that brought me to this idea of success was Andy Day. That's why I got your book here, No More Average. And yeah. so I poured into this person's life, like how the greats poured into me. But little did I know that, you know, if you don't have this confidence in yourself, then the people that deserve what you need for them are suffering. Like Lucas, even in your deal, you know, you have this show. Okay, great. It may not be, be as big as so-and-so. However, the, the group of people, whether it's 10, 15, 100, 1,000, 10,000 people that are listening, those people are going to be moved by you. And even Andy Audate couldn't have been the one to change him. It had to be Lucas. And that's why I think that it's powerful uh, when you go after your dreams and, and, and have a system to attain the actual dream. And that's what I teach people. I teach people how to go after their dream financially and put a system that has the money-making system so that way they make the money to fund the actual dream or the vision. 100%. So, so I, I want to dig in just a little bit deeper. I'm going to push this just a little bit. I got two more things to cover here. But you had this gift. A lot of people don't have the gift of some kind of hardship when they were 10 years old or this like this, I want these Jordans and they, you know, they, they didn't get to, I think it's a gift to go through hardship, but they didn't get to, you know, sell newspapers or shovel snow and, and they didn't get that belief at an early age. So they're 25, 28, 30, 40, whatever you may be. And they come up to you and they say, Andy, what you said is great. Like, I, I feel inspired. This is not the first time that I read a book or got inspired or felt the way I feel. Cause this was me. This was me when I was 20, 21. I'd watch all the seminars. I'd go places and then I'd get inspired. And then a week later I was back to my old ways. So they look in the eye and they're like, Andy, like I get it intellectually. What's if for me to not go back, what is the one thing you tell him or her, whomever's looking at you? The, the, the most powerful, we'll call it advice steps. If you said, Hey, we'll meet back in a month and you have to do this. And we'll meet back in a month. And if you don't do this, I'm not meeting you type of thing. Some kind of mentorship like that. What would, what would some of those things be just for anyone listening? Who's like, man, I know this. Like I watch the YouTube videos every day. I watch the podcasts. I know this. I've read every book. I know this, but things aren't unfolding. Nothing's happening. What would you say? I would, I would say what the, like the biggest medication or like the biggest remedy, right? So if I was mentally saying, okay, I'm your doctor. You're giving me the problem. And you right now you're asking for the, for the for the prescription, you're at a point where you haven't discovered your why. I want you to think of the biggest, biggest painful experience that you can possibly, so that's number one, think of like the biggest painful experience that you can think you can possibly have in that moment. And, and I want you to envision, like meditate that you're in the moment. I want you to actually feel what it would feel like to experience that pain and know, have that also that belief 
that when you accomplish whatever you can accomplish, whatever you're trying to accomplish, you have to accomplish that to release the pain. So let me give you an example. So that way people understand the context. This morning, I'm at the gym and I'm pulling the sled. So if you know what the sled looks like, mm -hmm. the sled is what football players push up and down the field. So it's this heavy a piece of piece of equipment that you're supposed to push and it's heavy already. Then I added weight on top of it. So making it even heavier, it's almost a, a, the amount of weight of a human being. And I pull in the sled and after halfway through, man, I'm out of breath pulling the sled. And then my coach gets in my ear and he's like, you pull that sled, pull that sled. And I'm like, okay, but that's not motivating me to pull the sled. Then mm -hmm. what kicked in was what, what, what system do I have to produce the result? And the result that I want is I'm feeling fatigued and I want the extra burst of energy. What system do I have? I think of a painful moment, the most painful moment. So I thought of my girlfriend being like over, like I'm on a boat and my job is to pull my girlfriend in and she's gonna mm. sink if she, if I, if, I, if I fail. So now I'm not thinking about poor me, which is my, I'm out of breath. Poor me, my chest is on fire. Poor me, I'm tired. Poor me, my heart rate is at 160. On my watch says, "Poor me." What I want, to, what I want to say is like, actually, this is how I'm gonna save her, and I pull her in. And once I pull her in, now you know everyone locked down, like everything's straight now. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I I have to dig. So I know a motivational speaker who who talks a lot about like digging, digging, digging. I don't think he even gave a system on how to dig. So I'm going to give you a system like, hey, how to dig. And I want you to think of something that's like painful and know that, hey, in this specific moment, if I do the task, I'm going to release that pain. So there's another big podcaster out in London who was doing a workout. And this is like this crazy leg workout that, I mean, you're doing like once it starts hurting and you burnt, you know, 700 to 1,000 calories, that's when you start to work out. So like you already worked out for 45 minutes to an hour just for the warm up, and then you start the workout and you're pushing hella hard. And um, now in that process, in the beginning was already hard. It was already tough enough. Now to add weight and to add on more, you know, power to it, what he had to think about was his son burning in the fire and and having that extra push. So now he discovered the extra push. Now he can see what type of superpowers he has. So I'm going to say, man, if all else fails, put yourself in a mental position where you're experiencing the most amount of pain and say like, hey, if I get over this, this is my mental relief towards that pain. And you'll see how quickly you can succeed. And no matter, there's nothing that can stop you because that pain is more crucial and it hurts more than the pain that you're experiencing, which is, a, you know, essentially something in your mind in the first place. I love that. I love that. So you're using the faculties of your imagination because your brain doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. And so you're using that to your advantage and creating a little leverage. Right. 100%. Cool. So cool. If um, I, I love always asking this question here, but if, and I think this may have been your answer, but who knows here, and this, this is open to all, all types here, but, or, or any direction you want to go with this. If you could leave one thing behind one nugget that, you know, the world, they'd wake up tomorrow and this would just be part of their belief system. Like it would just be an instilled belief. What would that one belief be? Fear is a direction.
let's unpack that. Fear is a direction. Like when you when you experience when you're nervous about something, that's what you, what you gotta do. So if I would ask God, you know, I'm a spiritual man. So if mm-hmm. I would ask God, like, hey, um, get tell me what you want me to do. It would be that give me this butterfly stomach, you know, feeling in my stomach that only I could feel. And I would I would consider that to be like my relationship with God, something that I'm experiencing with my relationship with the Almighty upstairs. So understanding that fear is a direction. Fear is not something I'm supposed to run away from. Fear is something I'm supposed to go towards, especially when it comes down to like, um, you know, living a dream or or going, you know, towards the better version of myself. Cool. I love that. I love that. Just a different perspective on on fear. Why do you think people are so afraid of stepping out of average? Or why are they so comfortable with average? Because I mean, if, if we're real here, 98% of the world is. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's the unknown, man. I think it's the unknown. Like my mentor shared with me a story about this um, uh, this man who essentially I, I forget I'm, I'm going to summarize the story but essentially it was like this man who was ca- who was on overseas land territory and he was captured and uh, this guy was in the military so he was like the opposite you know the opposite group of people in this in this military fight and they captured this army man a soldier and they put him into a room and they said look you got the firing squad who's here to shoot you and they're all going to press the trigger on my command. So I'm going to give you one simple option right now, man. You either go through this firing squad or you go through that door. You'll die. You go through this firing squad or you go both. You go through that door. And the man said, you know what, man? I'm going to choose the firing squad. I'm going to choose the firing squad. And, and, and everybody's like, what the hell? So, so they, they shot him. They killed him. The firing squad took his life. And then a woman walked up to the general and said, General, what was what's behind that door? Freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom. We were gonna let him go. We were gonna let him go. But he didn't know what was on the other side. I didn't tell him what was on the other side. All I told him what was here. What was here was the firing squad. And he chose the firing squad because he knew the outcome. But to go outside with unknown horrors, uh, you know, unknown tales and unknown myths and you know, tremendous amount of fear, that's like, you know, you know what? I'm going to choose the firing squad because I know the outcome. Here, I don't know, man. I could get bitten by a snake. I could get... And you start creating this idea mm-hmm. of all these things. I could get bitten by a snake. Uh, 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 something could kill me. This could kill me. That can kill me. This can kill me. Um, so really, man, it came down to that understanding that you might miss out on freedom because of fear because you want to go to somewhere that you know. I love that. I love that. I love that. And you're such a, um, I, I always study people who just live their craft. I always say, you don't have to be perfect to be a coach or mentor or speaker or start something. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to live the work. And you can tell very quickly when someone actually lives the work and stepping into the unknown, it actually becomes addicting after a while because that's where all the treasures, that's where the juice, that's where the excitement lies. And I guess at, at the core of what you're getting at or at the core of that story is, if you just stay with what's comfortable, it might be easier. It might not be a firing squad, but in a way, you're you're just dying a slow death. I mean, man, honestly, it might be a firing squad. You know, mm-hmm. it, it honestly, it honestly might be a firing squad because 
you know, you, you might as well die if you're not living something, you know, much bigger than you. So what I understood is that your purpose in life is, should be the thing that's driving you, should be the thing that allows you to live, you know, should be that thing. And if your purpose in life is not putting that thing into action, that's, 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 that's a suicide. That's a spiritual suicide. 100%, 100% on board. If, if people want to, um, if, if they've connected with you or they love your energy and they want to tap into that, that, mm, that attractive, um, the vibe that you put out, where would they find you? Um, the, the best place is going to be jointhebms.com. That's actually where I share that system. And I finally like literally unpack and reveal the entire system on how to start, grow, and scale your business in a short period of time. You know, it only took me a year to make a um, million dollars, right? It only took me a year, but that's because I have specific knowledge. And there are people who get to 100 years old in life and never, ever, never even touched, you know, $1,000 or 10 grand, you know, or even 100 grand. Mm -hmm. So it's about putting yourself in that position. So for the first time ever, I actually revealed that system. And it's called the Brand Marketing Summit. So join bms.com is the page. We'll have, the, we'll have the link below and we'll have links for the book. Uh, just so everyone knows, if, if I ever do affiliate links, I make sure you know. Uh, in this instance, there's, there's absolutely no, no upside or absolutely no affiliate links below. So anything that we'll dig up or anything your team sends over, I'll make sure the links uh, below. And I had this one, one thought when you were saying that was, I, I saw a chart, what, what gave me so much pain when I was 22 or 23 is I saw a chart of most people's income levels and they cap out at 30 or 31 most of the population and it just stays at 50 or 60,000 and they never keep educating themselves. They don't learn more skills. They don't keep growing. And so their income just gets capped at 31, 32 and it actually goes down the older they get. And the few people who figure this out, who keep working on themselves, their income is exponential. They make more money at 50 than they did at 30. They make more money at 80 than they did at 30. And I remember seeing that chart. If I could find it, I'll add it to the write-up for this podcast because it sounds like you're all about the systems so you can actually exponentially grow and not peak or not cap out at some right. miserable type of income level, which is fine if that's what you want. But I, I don't think many people actually want that. They want to keep growing and, and making more money. Yeah, man. You know, there's actually a system called um, uh, formulas, conditions of formulas for conditions, like whatever condition that you're in, there's a, there's a formula for that condition. And the condition that you're talking about is called a normal condition where someone is operating at a certain, like within a certain range. So if we looked at a, like income as a large range, uh, a portion, a percentage of that range could be normal where like, so say for example, we're looking at a uh, hundred million dollars and people are, are typically within the zero to $700,000 mark. You know, like that's the average number of majority of population then you miss out on a lot of opportunities, man. You miss out on a lot of opportunities. So what you need is you need to create a new normal. And how to do that is you, you create additional income and your income level spikes. And now you operate at a new normal, which is compared to others is above average. So that's what it means to get out of averageness is like, okay, I'm going to create a new normal that's above normal population. But what it takes is relationships, knowledge, energy, money, barter. It takes all these five resources to put yourself in a position to really win. And systems, which it sounds like you're the systems guy, which I love. I spent way too long not, I was like a hustler. 
And until I started learning about systems, I was like, oh, this is how you replicate. This is how you leverage. This is how you scale like systems. You're not taught that in school. You're just taught, go get a job and make some money. So make sure you look up Andy's systems. You're kind of reminding me of the thermostat. Like where's your thermostat set at? I, I used to drive really POS cars and then I bought a Beamer with a leather interior and it is hard for me. Not because I'm arrogant or not because I'm, I, I, dude, I could drive a Corolla if I had to, but once you experience something, it's hard to go back. Once you experience leather or heated seats, it's hard to go back. Yeah, man. Like once you, once you get that new normal, you got to get that new normal. You got to, you got to change your position and your income in your life, get that new normal. And you'll put yourself in a position where you start experiencing life different, man. You know, I think um, being able to pay for a valet is uh, paying for a valet is easier than, than having to walk everywhere. I think paying for the Uber, you know, paying for luxurious dinners is a better experience rather than, uh, than you know, kind of paying, the bus. eating McDonald's. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so you got to change. You got to create a new normal for your life, man. And you got to continually create new normals. Um, and once, once you get up to your highest level, you know, that means death. So you're literally continuing progress. That's what it means to progress daily. It means to put yourself on a progressive like manner every single day. hundred percent, hundred percent. Andy, so appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on. And for anyone listening who wants to tap into Andy's world, Andy's energy, whether it's business and scaling and growing and systems you want to dive into, or it's just the, the, the energy that you're hoping to rent or borrow and, and, and build off of. We'll make sure all the links for your Instagram, your website, your book, and everything else is below. Andy, thanks, man. Thank you so much, Lucas, for this opportunity. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.